Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our ramping isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to GrumpyGuyBJJ.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. Is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it it helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, in the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructions right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. Boom. And we're back? We are back. Yes. Episode, who fucking cares? Who cares? <laughs> we're back. Fucking, I'm excited. Another episode. So, do you think it's funny that I'm proud that Z is in there pretending to drain his cauliflower ear? That is awesome. I thought, I know, yeah, I it know. makes my heart warm, man. <laughs> he's in there, he's like, look, Dad, and he's like, pretending to do it, and he's like, it didn't even hurt. I'm like, yeah. Yes. That's right, dude, you're he's gonna, he's gonna be super pumped the first time he actually gets cauliflower. Maybe, man, you gotta earn that shit. They don't give that stuff out. Yeah, some people are more susceptible to it. It happens. Yeah, but most people don't just show up their first day. and You gotta put some time on the mat. Yeah. Even if you're susceptible to it, you still gotta you fucking get your ears rubbed pretty hard time for quite a few times. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why my ears are fucking flaring up. I've been training hard the last few weeks. And no, no, he seems to be some, you know, because there's a lot of like collar ties and head control and attacking mm-hmm. the neck in Nogi. So it seems like your ears, because a lot of it, the cauliflower ear comes from the trauma of the ear. 
Yeah. Not saying, I mean, the rubbing, the folding does, you know, fuck it up, obviously. And, yeah. But it's the trauma. It's the hit. It's yeah. the hit. The yeah. hit. You know, that's why boxers get it, too. Yeah. So, yeah, when someone slams the forearm into your ear, is trying to collar tie it. Right. Or, you know, Nogi's a little bit faster paced, so sometimes you catch a knee or an elbow yeah, or yeah. hip or something, you know. Yeah, don't even know. Or, yeah, when I, I was doing, we were doing takedowns today, and I went to do that double leg, and I slammed my side into your hip bone. Yeah. Slammed my head into your hip bone. That's a really good way to get cauliflower. Yep. Yeah. But I'm lucky it was just my head. It Dude, if it would have caught my ear as hard as I hit your hip bone, that wouldn't have been good. I know. It reminded me of Z. He comes in and headbutts me sometimes and he misses and hits the fucking the hip bone. <laughs> you see him like, oh, oh stun himself. He doesn't want to say it though. It's like, I'm all right. It's like, yeah, that's why that's I tell you not exactly to headbutt, man. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yeah, one of the, uh, the fun parts of jiu-jitsu is drinking cauliflower here. It's been on and off for a while now but if anybody's wondering you can go to walmart and get your insulin needles i wonder if like every town's like that you know because you know, what james is alluding to like none of the pharmacies around here will give you syringes unless you have a unless you're a diabetic unless yeah, you have a prescription, a prescription for, for insulin you know, or like something. rite aid or walgreens the city market or kroger's wherever yeah. the fuck you're at like i went to all those pharmacies and i couldn't get any syringes and thankfully, we have, you know, some training partners that are paramedics and EMTs and shit, so they can get them. Yeah. But Walmart gave them to you. Yeah, 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 man. I was, uh, I remember the first time I went looking at uh, Walgreens, and it's funny, not only will they not give it to you, they the pharmacists are, they look at you like you're, like, you're, what the fuck's wrong with you for even asking Yeah, yeah, I caught some major, things. I caught some major attitude from this pharmacist chick at Rite Aid. And I remember when I went in there, my ear was blowing up, like, excessively. And I looked at her. I was like, listen, I understand that you can't get these out because we have a lot of meth heads in this town. I get that. But look at me. First of all, do I look like a meth head? Okay, maybe I do. I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. But but look at my ear. At right. a point, I was like, hey, look at my ear. She's all like, I want to do is drink. These meth heads are so hardcore. They're beating each other's ears <laughs> up. Maybe that's what she thought. But she was super rude. I was like, listen, all I want to do is get the fluid out of this ear. I was like, it hurts. It was all purple. And it was huge. She's and like, she, nope. dude, she was rude as shit. Yeah. She was. Yeah, she yeah. She couldn't be bothered by it. That's like, funny, man. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, though, like I said, the first person, they had a little attitude, but it was funny. They were like, Walmart will sell them to you without a prescription. You know, I was like, okay. So maybe it's just normal Walmart. Cool. So, yeah, I went in. Well, it's funny. I looked it up online. You know, can you buy insulin needles without a prescription? And it's not illegal. No, it's not like, illegal. Like, there's very few states where it's illegal. If anything, there's some states that have limits on how many you can buy. But it's not illegal. It's, it's just strictly store policy. It's a store policy. Yeah, yeah. And it's based on just being fucking, um, oh, what's the word? Profiled. I'm being profiled, basically. I've seen a lot of methods. You don't really fit that profile. But I'm just saying. Yeah, well, exactly. But there, you know, that's what profiling is, is not taking a person individually and figuring out what their deal is. It's you're, you're using these heuristics like, you know, A equals B. You know, you're looking for insulin needles, you equal meth head. Because it's the only reason in their mind they can even imagine why you would want an insulin needle if you weren't a diabetic. Like I told you this story when I was in uh, in Greece and you could walk into the pharmacies and just buy uh, steroids. And primobolin is an uh, osteoporosis drug over there. And they're literally, uh, when we walked in, I remember one of the pharmacists 
uh, ladies, older ladies, she's selling it to us and she's laughing and she's like, why do you guys want this old lady drug? <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, and we're trying to explain it to her. Like, no, it make, you know, makes you strong. Like, you know, grows muscles and stuff. And she just couldn't wrap her mind around it. You know, she, in her world, the only way that she saw this thing was as a, a, a something the old ladies came in That's and funny. got for osteoporosis. And so it's the same way, man, like these people, that, and that's, a, that's profiling, basically. You've got this very simple A equals B, you know, and uh, <clears throat> so that's why, but it's funny, that's what it is. Everybody's all like, oh, we're not going to profile, and it's like, dude, you can't help. It's one of the things like, uh, like Jordan Peterson talks about, man, you can't help but have hierarchies. Like, you, you make a choice. You, you fucking chose to get out of bed. It means that you decided that getting out of bed was more important than sitting in bed. You know what I mean? Like, you have to decide this stuff. So don't tell me you're not doing it. But, yeah, it's funny when you're sitting on the other side of the counter and you're like, dude, I just want to drain my ear because I'm in, I'm in jujitsu. I'm like, you know, one of the mentally and physically healthiest things you can do for yourself. The one downside or one of the downsides, few downsides is, your ears tend to get beat the fuck up, so you need to drain them every once in a while. And in that world, it makes sense, but they're like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah, it's funny, in Greece too, you can't shoot steroids with insulin needles. So we would ask for needles, and they'd go to give us the insulin needles, because they, you know, thought we were shooting fucking heroin or something. And we're like, nah, the big ones! <laughs> <laughs> they're like, okay, here! <laughs> it's so awesome. It was funny, man. Yeah, totally different, like mindset towards it you know because even though they weren't they had their idea when you're like you know they weren't like judging you it's like okay you want your fucking needles here man have at it it. yeah Yeah, whatever i don't know what the fuck you're doing i got an idea but that's up to you and yeah you come over here and we're just judgmental as fuck so our puritanical ancestors they took the bible the wrong way like, the whole thing is not about judging other people. It's about judging yourself. That was what the whole fucking thing was about. It was just, you know, judge yourself. This is how you're supposed to judge yourself. But it's so much easier to judge other oh, people. Oh, so much easier to judge other people. More comforting. Yep. Exactly. That's what I like to do. That's why we fucking call Adam Fat Adam. Because we're judging Fat Adam. <laughs> we're judging Fat Adam. It makes me feel better about myself. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you realize it now, but I've, I've nicknamed his fucking half guard sweep the Jelly Roll. The Jelly Roll, yes. Fucking Fat Adam hit me with the Jelly Roll. Dude, like he says, size is a skill. It's bullshit. So, yeah, it is. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I plan on cyberbullying him today. So I know, so I had to slip that in. I was like, yes, we get a chance to <laughs> take a jab at Adam early. Early. <laughs> early and often. That's right. You're getting cyberbullied today, bitch. That's right. Hope you're ready. <laughs> Hope you're listening to this at work, feeling less about yourself. <laughs> anyways. Uh, anyways, so... Uh, you said Jordan Peterson. Did you listen to him recently on yeah, Joe Rogan? I did. I did. You were so fucking smart, man. It takes, like, you... For me, anyways... Like, I got to listen to those interviews a couple times through because he gets so deep into shit. Yeah. And then, like, my mind will trail off and I got to rewind it and then listen to it again. Like, man, I want to go listen to that guy talk again. I, I yeah. hope the tour comes through, man. Like, I, dude, I really like that guy. I'd like to go see him yeah. next time we go. That'd be fun. We'll it, go next time. Yeah, it'd be. Yeah, it, it's interesting. You hear him talk and you think, like, all right, I've heard him talk before. What, oh, what else has he got? But, yeah, he's got. Another three hours. And of, he can just keep going, dude. Yeah. You just get him wound up on something and you just keep going. He likes to think, man. You that's know? how he thinks. Yeah. That's why he likes these interviews and these speeches. And that's really his 
his way of getting sorting these thoughts out because you'll yeah. hear him. You can really see it. You'll hear him change his mind, like, oh, as he's talking, you see the thoughts developing and just, yeah, man, it's, I, I dig that. Yeah. I think it's just because, like, it's so far from, like, where I am and, like, what I'd like to be. I see that. I'm like, that motherfucker is so, like, because you can understand him. You know, he's not, he's not like Deepak Chopra. You know, it's not like fucking word sound. Right, right, you yeah. Know, like you, you try to listen to that guy talk and you're like, dude, you're just putting a bunch of yeah, words yeah. together. You can't just put the word quantum on yeah, the front I'm, of something. science or whatever. That's what that guy does, I swear. I and, and this guy's just talking real world shit and just really hashing out all these complex thoughts and reasons. And like, man, it's just... Our world needs more guys like that. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting, though, because I'm listening to Goggins, too. But they both had the same message, which is that life is fucking struggle. Yeah, it's that's about it. The, it's Life about is the struggle. struggle. It's about the struggle, and you got you can either accept that it's about the struggle, and that you're going to grow from it, and that's what you're here for, and and you're going to be better for it, or you can rage against it, and you can just try to get out of it. And it's like it was funny though, because I listened to Pete and Jordan, and then uh, I'm listening to David. And it's like listening to them back to back like that. You can hear the same message kind of resonating where they were both talking about like, dude, life is struggle. It never ends. It never ends. There's never no ends. end to it. There's no end to it. You don't it. want an end to it. You don't want an end to it. That's the thing. We've been sold this idea and it's not what you want. There's not some end goal to where you're riding off into the sunset holding hands with your partner. Like, it just, yeah. it's, it's, that's not it, man. No. Like, you need that struggle. You know, that's why I listened to three podcasts this week that really had that same message and coming from all different angles. You know, you had Jordan Peterson, David Goggins, <clears> and then Joe DeSena. And I think I'm saying his last name right. He's the guy who created the Spartan Race. Okay. Really interesting dude. If you've never, you know, read about him or listened to any interviews, the dude's crazy. Smart, but he's fucking crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but he's he's kind of like David Goggins level crazy. You know, just but just a different. Right. And, and but that's what he talks about is that that struggle. And he's got it's funny. He was talking about a lot of different things, but he, he's got two boys. I think they're, you know, like 11, 12, 13, you know, they're young, younger kids. And he's, and he, cause he's really well off. I mean, he's done really good for himself. He yeah. made a fuck ton of money on Wall Street. And then he started Spartan and he's done a bunch of things. So he's, you know, he's not hurting. And he's got this idea now. He's like, he's like, I see what having this, this cush life is doing to my kids. He's like, there's not enough struggle in their life. And he's like, He's like, I'm super close to like moving to like fucking Kazakhstan and selling rugs in, in the market and, and telling them we don't have shit. Ruining like, my, my kids. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, we, he's like, we, he's like, we, he's like, they need to have a life of struggle to yeah. where like we need to go sell these fucking rugs to these locals or we're not eating today. You know, it, it, everything's not cush. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I see a lot of characteristics coming out of them. He's like, he's like, I don't like. He's like, because I provided a really good life for him. He's like, and me just. Forcing struggle on them isn't the same. It's not the same. It's not the same as like you know, hey, go do a bunch of push-ups or something. It's it's not the same. He's like, he's like, I think these little fuckers need some real struggle. Yeah. <laughs> so he's talking. The dude's a little crazy, man. But it's, no, man, it's true though. Cause I I go through the same thing. I mean, I I I see it. I mean, I def- but that's the hard thing is like you you instinctively want to give yeah. your kids a better life than you had, you know. But there were some things that we're definitely, you know, I look back on, it's like, yeah, they sucked at the time, but like they formed who I am now. It's like, you need that struggle and it's hard to manufacture it. It's got to be authentic. And, you know, 
Yeah, the, but you, what do you do? What do you do? Do, you I do? I don't know. I don't yeah. know what the answer is. I, I don't know what the answer is, and that's, I, yeah. I mean, I for me, I try to. I think just being conscious of it. That's obviously the first step. Because if if you're not aware of it, that's when things really just get the fuck out of control. Because all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? So seeing it and realizing like, okay, what's going, you know, how can I manipulate this situation? What can I do? Maybe I, maybe it's not perfect. Maybe it's not going to replace it. But what, what can I do to try to at least make the best of the situation? And uh, I, mean, I know like for me, that's part of the reason why I made Shiloh do basketball. Like she did not want to play basketball. And I'm like, I know you don't want to play basketball and that's great I'm glad you don't want to play basketball because it's going to be a struggle and you're gonna the things you're gonna get from that struggle are what you're looking for so um yeah I don't know like I said you can't manufacture it but you I mean there's definitely things you can do but I, I struggle with it too yeah it's, like, there's no good answer and I was I can't remember what interview I was listening to and they, we were talking about the same thing and it's not like you can just tell your kids, hey, like, here's the 10 most important things in life and give them this, this moral outline. I mean, you can, but it's not the same as actually just living life and them seeing you getting put in certain situations and how you behave. Yeah. And that's where the real lessons really come. You know, like you say, if you manufacture it, it's not quite the same. They're not going to sink in. It's just, it's not good. It's not going to resonate. Yeah. But when they see... If something bad happens, everybody's got you know bad shit that happens or you know, in life, and they see how you handle it. That, that's when those they, and they they might not realize they're learning those lessons. I I look back on things that happened you know growing up, and I obviously I had no idea they were lessons at the time, and maybe with maybe they weren't even meant to be lessons, but they were just life. Yeah. And how my dad handled it, and what I learned from it, but you don't learn it until later on, until you get older. But it was just life happening. Yeah. You know, that's the only way you can... Yeah, that's what we're built for, man. We yeah. need the struggle. You need the struggle, dude. We need you the struggle. Everything's too cozy and comfy. and. Yeah. It's... Yeah. No, that's... Uh, um, yeah, it's unfortunate, though, that there's... Because what you do is you run into people... You know, we, we do. We've got these generation. I mean, that's what the millennials' problem is, is they came up without the struggle. I mean, they didn't even have to worry about a first place trophy in their fucking soccer league, you know, growing up. It's like if everybody just got a participation trophy. And so people try to take the struggle and competitiveness out of Because they, they don't want their kids to feel bad. Feel bad, right. Because no, that's need, part of struggle. You, you need that bad feeling right. to get you your ass whooped. bad feeling. Like, oh, right. fuck, man. I got this bullshit second place medal and that guy's got the first place trophy. Like, this Or you is... want to be better? Here's what you do to get better. Yeah. But the, but the parents don't see that, you know, and that's not... And so you end up with these kids who didn't come up with the struggle and now they're looking around at the world and the world was formed by struggle and is populated for the most part by people who were brought up in struggle and they're looking around and they're like, well, I just don't get it. I just don't understand. Like why, you know, why are things the way that they are? And it's like, well, motherfucker, you just don't, it's just the way that they are, right? Like it's, you're we got these biological imperatives that you're not going to like boys are different than girls. Like guys like to take risks and girls like to, uh, I mean, their instinct is more maternal than guys is. It just, 
is and our instinct is more risk taking and that book that I just uh, I'm almost done with that the uh, social leap social leap fucking super I'm, good I'm man. about to get into it <laughs> super good but you know one of the things he talks about is like like all that makes sense from a biological perspective that if you're a man and and you're and you take risks and you know the the if you're successful with the risks you're proving that you're uh, you know competent and if you if you if you fuck up and you survive, you're showing that you're robust. You know both of these things are uh, are good. They're good indicators. If if a woman is trying to figure out like which one of these motherfuckers do I want to you know pick to father and help me raise a kid, because it's a huge commitment on their part, and it's very tough to do, especially before like modern society. It's very tough to do on your own. And so you had to choose wisely. You had to choose the, the, your mate wisely. And so all of this stuff is, uh, you know, wired into us. And it's just, it is the way that it is, right? And so... There's no running away from th- it. There's no running away from it. And trying to get to this world where these things don't exist. So that someone who's, you know, gay or someone who identifies as, you know, they're a man they identify as a woman. Like, dude, I don't want a society where those people feel like bad and ostracized but trying to create a society where those people are where there's just nothing like nothing's normal right like eh, everything's just everything you know it's like in the um everybody belongs to everybody like you know from the fucking brave new world and it's like but that's not the like that's this this utopian you know theory that's just not real like we're just wired differently and again like you know taking to an extreme like, yeah, we don't want to have people that don't fit that normal profile, you know, being persecuted or ostracized or anything like that. But, man, to try to pretend that we aren't what we are, like there isn't a normal, is fucking ridiculous. And, and trying to shove people into a box, like, dude, we want to be competitive. Like, boys want to be competitive. We want to take risks. And so now you're trying to, you can't take that out of us. And so, like, you know, trying to take that out of sports you're not going to fix, like, that's not going to fix, you're not going to change their DNA. Mm -mm. It's not going to happen. All you're doing is, like, now they don't have an outlet for what the fuck, like, their DNA is telling them to do. They have no outlet for it. And, And you're just, man, you're teaching them some fucked up lessons. And we don't, we haven't been doing this long enough as a society to see what the ramifications are going to be. I mean, to a certain extent, we have. But you know, if you go to some kid's soccer league and the league rule is to not keep score, you know those kids are keeping score in their head. Most of them are. I, I would. I know I would have as a kid. I would have. I, I wouldn't say sure. they all are, but that's the problem. Is like the ones that are going to be like there are the ones that do, and because they're naturally competitive, and then there are the ones that don't, and they're almost the ones who need it more. Because yeah. they're not naturally competitive and they're comfortable with not being competitive. But that's not life. Right? So like I don't I don't think all of them keep score, but that's the problem. Like the ones that do don't need it. I see, I think the that... scores for the motherfuckers that don't keep scores to like let them know, like, hey man, like there's there's a correlation between struggle and, and success. I think back when we were growing up, I would have to guess that. 95% of the kids would have been keeping score, even if the parents weren't. You know, you might have had a couple of kids that just really didn't want to be there. Or yeah. Weren't. 
But when we were kids, I don't know, man. I look around today and I see a lot of glassy-eyed motherfuckers that yeah. couldn't care less. Yeah, I, I think nowadays that I think that number is drastically different. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that that's we, people just aren't. They're not kids. Are not as naturally competitive as they were, and that's because all the fucking hard edges have been nerfed. You know, we've just been told like competitiveness equals aggression, and aggression is bad. Like, I think, because again, that's the math equation that arrives at that. Like, being competitive leads to aggressiveness. And everyone knows that aggressiveness is bad. And so we don't want to encourage aggressiveness, so we don't want to encourage competitiveness. And it's like, that's how this fucking logic sequence flows. And it's, it, it, again, it's like, man, that is so simplistic. That, and, and it's just that's not, not how, how we work. It's not how we work. It's not how we're wired. And if you don't give people that outlet, they're going to, I mean... Gonna get aggressive. They're, they're gonna get aggressive. The outlets, it's gonna they need competitive outlets. It's gonna boil, boil, boil until it boils over the edge of the pot and something yeah. goes way sideways. Yeah, because I, I know, man, like after a hard day of training or a hard mm-hmm. workout, like I, there's a lot of stuff like I don't give a fuck about. Or, you know, like I used to have like a temper, kind of a temper issue, I guess you could say. You know, I wasn't real good at controlling my anger, you know, as yeah. a kid. Like it led to me getting in a lot of fights as a kid. It's just because I, I would just get so angry and I wouldn't know what to do and I'd just start fucking swinging. You know, it just, you're a kid. It just happens. And, but now, like, I have the jujitsu outlet or the fitness outlet and I, where I just empty it. And then I'm, I'm good, man. Yeah. Like, I can have some stupid shit happen. People be super rude to me. And I just kind of chuckle. And I'm just like, yeah. I, I had this, I had this lady be super fucking rude to me at work. I think it was like on Wednesday or something. Then... She was just being cunty. Like, just flat out, just not being a nice person. And and I could tell she like almost <laughs> wanted an argument. But you could, I, I could tell. Yeah, I know what you mean. And man. I looked at her and I, I processed it for a minute because she was being super rude to me. I showed up to do this delivery and she was being super rude. And I just looked her in the eye and I thought for a second before I responded. And I, I just like, I was like, huh, it's interesting you think like that. Do you want this delivery or would you like me to leave? And dude, I see her blood pressure just fucking boil. Cause I said it that calm, I was just smiling. I was like, hey, this is the situation we have right here. Right, yeah. I was like, I don't know where you're trying to go with being so mean. I don't I don't understand what the upside is. I'm not gonna get into it with you. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Because I can Do just as happily I, I can just as happily get back in my truck and drive away. Right. Or you can give this to you. Like I honestly do not care. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue with you about this. And dude, that set her off even more. more. They it hate was funny, that dude. More. They're and, used to people caring so much about their jobs that they're like they wouldn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to see so to see you keep so I mean one, like the jujitsu, but two, like but the jujitsu gives you a perspective that other people don't have. Yeah. With that too, but like I, I don't need to rub. It. I, yeah. I know exactly. I know the type, man. They're the, used to people kissing their fucking. The, ass. And that's what it was, and she she didn't know how to react except for just anger when I gave her that response. And I get, and she just was so flustered. Oh no, I want that delivery, and so I just went about. I just walked away, and she's still jawing at me. And I just walked away, was doing my thing, unloading it, and she came out, was jawing at me some more, and. I, I did. I just smile at her. I was just chuckling on the end. I mean, dude, honestly, I mean, there was a little part of me that was like, okay, I want to give this lady an earful because I can tell she's not very bright. Like, okay, you're going to challenge me like this? Like, I'm going to shut you the fuck down. I was like, no, I can't I can't hit you with a Matt Hughes-style double leg and break your hip. 
I understand that's not acceptable, but I, I'm going to do this verbally and you're going to get fucked up because you don't seem very smart. Mental karate. I'm going to hit you with some mental karate. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I thought about that and I was like, no, that's just my ego talking. Like, I don't even have to exert myself yeah. like that. There's no reason. Nope. I was like, then, then you know, because she could even walk away thinking she, quote unquote, won this battle. I was like, no, I was like, I'm not even going to give her a battle to win. Yeah. You know, and, oh, dude, it frustrated her so bad, dude. That's funny, it was, man. it was funny. Yeah. It was one of those weeks for me. That was just another one I had to do. That is hilarious. Yeah, you've had an interesting... It's been interesting. Interesting week, for sure. But, but uh, yeah. Because yeah, no, people don't have that outlet. No, they don't have that outlet. Yeah. And no. so then they, then they behave like that in the fucking real world. Yeah. Like, really, man? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, on both ends of the spectrum, man, like for kids, it's like kids who, you know, would be bullied and kids who would be bullies, like both of them, you know, benefit from having some sort of competitive outlet. I mean, especially if we talk, if every school made kids wrestle or do jujitsu or something like that. It would decrease the bullying Oh, immensely. Immensely. Yeah. It's still going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It's... Yeah. I mean, you just, yeah. Your, your, your rare Super Bowl coming out of a, a program like that is going to be far outweighed by the amount of people who just, one, you just don't have the energy. Like you're saying, man, like, you know what you don't have the energy to do when you're fucking exhausted from wrestling all the time? Like, worry about bullying people. <laughs> like, you just don't care. You just want to eat and rest. Yeah, man. That's your world. And, and, and it's... uh yeah, dude, it's it's such a, it's it's just sad, man, because it, it is, like, if we want a better world, we want to encourage that shit, because, like, like, what is the sports and stuff, like, that's the, one of those areas in life that you get judged on who you are, I mean, talk about it, like, honestly, it takes the rare, just bigoted asshole to really give a fuck, like, you know, whatever, you know, prejudice or whatever you have, man, you get put in a situation and it's like everyone who's here on my team and can help me win, like I'm judging them on, on who they are and how they can help me win. And it doesn't matter economic, race, fucking, I don't even care if you're gay, straight, I don't give a fuck. You know, like you're being judged based on who you are as a person, how you're contributing to the tribe. You know, and these are these like super basic things that again, like we evolved to judge people based on and, and we, you know, you lose that in, in our society one, cause like we, we don't have where technology and all this shit allows us to live more isolated lives. We don't need the, the tribe like we used to. So before it was like, dude, just getting through a day was a team effort and, and, you know, beyond that like sports and other competitive things. Cause dude, all these societies had some, you know, you look at hunter gatherer societies, they have ritualistic competitions. Like they have ways to, you know, outlets for these things. So they don't spill over into like full scale, out of control war and shit and people getting out of control. And it's like, man, that's how you do it. That's how we grew up. And, and yeah, now people are like, no, no. And it's super squirrely because like they're, you know, like you were saying how you use sports and teams and tribes 
to judge people, but not judge people in a bad way. You know, you just you're figuring out where they fit in the tribe, how they're a contributing member, if they are. You know, what, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And it's okay. We all got those weaknesses. You want to know if you, we're gonna throw rocks at that line? Are you gonna stand next to me? or Are you gonna run? Right. That's that. That's, that's what you that's need what to know. Sport on on its most uh, at its core, like that's what sports and these competitive outlets allow you to judge about a person. Like, dude, when you get hit in the mouth. Are you going to fucking run or are you going to stand your ground next to me? Like, that's that's how I'm judging you. Right, right. And, and that's, that's what good. sports do. And that's good. And that's super important as a society. And then we're taking that away. And so we don't have that that proving ground, so to speak, on, and to, on how to judge people. But then they also tell you that you're not supposed to judge people. So, like, as a species, like, it, shit just gets super fucking confusing. Yeah. Like it's impossible. It's impossible. Like that's not you have how. To have a hierarchy. You gotta have a hierarchy. There, it's it's gonna develop. It's gonna yeah. happen. Hierarchies happen, man. They, they're gonna happen. Yeah. It's, and you can't strip that away. And no. I don't understand. Like you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You, you get. I think people were sold this fucking stupid bill of goods that there's this a top, utopian, non-judgmental, everybody's equal society. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And that, dude, that's not the case. No, man. Yeah, we got. The, it, it sounds good on paper, but it's just. It, it's not. It's not, it's not realistic, reality. dude. It's not reality. It's not reality, man. We're organisms. We're wired to. You know, if you're if you were to program a, uh, a you know a robot, right? From scratch, would we want it? How would you want it to work? Okay, great. That may be how you would want it to work, but like, guess fucking what? That's not what we are. We're not robots. Like, we come as organisms, we come with pre wired with certain ways that we work. So, what we got to do is look and understand that. And then, okay, now we know, you know, okay, this is, this is why, like, there is a, there is a biological genetic reason that we have what you would call racist uh, tendencies, bigoted tendencies. It was interesting, again, in this book, one of the things that he talked about was like, you know, as a tribe, as a hunter-gatherer tribe, your uh, contact with another tribe could prove fatal because they could be, they could have a pathogen or disease that you don't have an immunity to. And so it was really... um, you we, we you needed to be very cautious of others. You needed you know you also needed to see were they going to be helpful to our tribe or were they going to try to fucking come over here and kill us and take our women. And so it was like we came up our our genes were developed in a in a much different environment. And again, so now that you understand that, you can understand like okay, like there, this is the reaction to why I feel this way towards the quote-unquote the other but that's not the world I live in today so I don't have you know again we we always have that choice the dude cuts you off you start to feel anger you have the choice do I do I act on that anger or do I fucking be a a a self-conscious person and divert my actions into a better direction and it's the same thing it's like okay like I'm not a racist just because I have this reaction to quote-unquote the other I'm a racist if I continue to fucking just mindlessly react to it without any thought. Like, that's not, oh, that's not okay. But, and then that's where people, it's like, no, you just have the thought. You're a racist. And it's like, but I, what the fuck you want me to do? You know what I mean? Like, I have these genes that are, are triggering these things. And You're so, good to know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one thing 
Yeah, you, it's it's in wired in us to notice something different. Something different. Something, someone or something that looks different than you. It's wired in you for you to notice it's different. But like in this day and age, you know, if you see somebody that looks different than you at the grocery store, that's it. You see him. Oh, this dude's not trying to kill me and steal my shit. I'm right. good. Done. This is where like it's profiling. It. Where it's we, profiling. We were about, it used to be like, hey, black person equals potential criminal. Right. That's fucking profiling, right. man. No, that's not where, and that and that comes from like that other instinct without understanding where it came from, why it's not as useful today, and how we can divert our actions in better directions. But yeah, you're, we are wired to notice the other because they could be potentially back uh, in the, you know bad, yeah, or, or know, way back when they could be dangerous or. Even now, in some parts of the world, even unknowingly, like I said, yeah. they, they could be friendly but have a pathogen, right? right? So again, this is why, like, you're just you, you're, it's your your instinct is right. to be like, oh, okay, what's going on here? I'm gonna fill you out. It, it's more, it's not even like negative. That's what he was saying. Is like, it's not even that we're wired to be negative. We're wired to be cautiously neutral towards n- potential new groups and, and new things. You know, we want to feel it out and figure out, okay, is this going to be a benefit or not? But I mean, we're not really wired to just see a new something different and just be like, I hate that. No. Like that, that's, that's not, you have to almost, you got to be taught that a little bit. Like that's, again, like yeah, where racism comes in. Yeah. Where you're like, you know, you grow up in a white supremacist family. It's just always telling you like, you see anyone who's not white, you hate them. <laughs> it's like, fuck, aren't you know, like that's different. That's conditioning. You know, right. to, to an extreme, but that's not what we're wired for, really. So again, it's kind of a misunderstanding. Like we're not really like we're just wired to be, you know, cautiously neutral. Let's figure out, like, okay, are you? And again, it's uh, man, in this it's, day it's and age, in this day and age, even having this conversation, like, it would cause some people to freak the fuck out. But but that's the thing, you shouldn't, like, because we're shouldn't. not saying anything bad. <laughs> Biology, right? man. Yeah, just it's just the way it is. Well, that's what, yeah. And anybody who knows you and I, I mean, dude, we're the furthest thing from fucking being racist towards anybody. You know? Yeah. We're a team people, man. Just don't be an asshole. Yeah, yeah, Simple yeah. as that. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't give a fuck what you're doing with your life. As long as you're not being an asshole to me or the people I care about, like, right. rock on, brother. I don't, you know, I don't care. Yeah, don't, I, don't want, I don't want your shit to affect my life either, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, the whole Jordan Peterson thing came in where he was like, wait a minute. Like, I don't care how you want to dress, but I'm not going to call you a Z. Like, you cannot fucking legally mandate that I have to, like, because now you're imposing on me. You know, like, now right. you're imposing on my freedom of speech and my Yeah, to, to make it a legal will. thing, that's, that's, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. Do that. Right, see, that's going to the extreme of, like, wait a minute, okay, like, I don't care what you do, but you can't impose your views on me like if you want to be called z that's fine or, or she whatever the fuck is z or, or, or whatever you ask me to call you that and i'm cool and i may, or may call you that whatever but dude going yeah you can't force that on people now you're becoming and that's the problem like that always happens the oppressed almost become the always oppressors. become the oppressors man yeah, yeah it's happened through history it's just, yeah it's wild so it uh yeah it's crazy fucking Crazy stuff. You're going to dig that book, It's man. funny that, you know, this whole conversation started with, like, Jordan Peterson, basically. This part of it. And then just talking about him and then, like, where that conversation leads, like, that's what needs to happen more. You know, yeah. we need more guys like him out there leading that fight. It just, it's, it's like kind of like common sense, really. 
You know, and, and that's what's so crazy is that dude just gets fucking blasted in the media as being like some like neo-Nazi racist. Uh, oh yeah, insane. Yeah, it's fucking insane. If you listen to it, so far from actually what is going on, so far. Yeah, but you know they just hear little snippets or this yep. or that, and then one person reads some article title, you know, that says, "Oh, Jordan, Jordan Peterson, neo-Nazi," you know, says this, and like, "Oh, this guy's a fucking neo-Nazi." And so then they run with it, and it's just like, what is going on here? Yeah, man? that's like, why he chops up like pretty much everyone who interviews him, him. He eats them up, and it's like, I, it's it's a little I, I just think about when you're talking about it, because he's like the fucking savage on the edge of of civilization, and he's always under attack. And he's just constantly honing his skills. Yeah, he's constantly sharpening that thinking, sword. Constantly. Because yeah. he has to. He's constantly using it. But he goes up against people who don't. No. They live in the cushy walls of, you know, like, this is how things are. And everybody's comfortable with it. And I don't have to think because everyone just accepts what I say. And nothing that I say is ever challenged on any level. And, and so they're mentally soft. And so, but there's so fucking many of them. And they're able to use their numbers to, you know, influence people's opinion. But like one on one, he's able to just dice them up. Yeah, dice them up. They have, he's only talked to a couple people that can intellectually be on his level, you know, with deep thought. And yeah. most of them that try to just get fucking killed. Yeah. They, they can't hang. Yeah. You know, he's a black belt at that shit. Well, yeah, he's, like you said, that's why his thoughts yeah. are always evolving because yeah. he's constantly thinking about them because he's constantly, you know, under attack and having to think about, okay, well, yeah, like, you know, and the attacks, you know, evolve and stuff and, you know, because he says something and people are like, oh, well, we're going to take this out of context and so it makes them think like, huh, you know, what, you know, what the fuck could I have said that was different or what, you know, whatever. I, I don't, again, I don't want to put words in his mouth or whatever, but it's like that constant um, attack. And because there's so people, him and people like him, there's so fewer of them. Like I said, and they're always under attack. And so it's like, it's, uh, yeah, you sharpen your mental skills when you're living on the edge of civilization and you get fucking the struggle. Well, I mean, he's basically just out there sparring constantly. Constantly. And you're just, you're going to get better at it, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to do that when you're on the other side because who's going to spar with you? No, like you guys are just in there in a fucking mutual back padding contest. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, that's a good point, sir. And I'm going to make this point. Well, that's a great point, too, because we agree on fucking everything. It's like, okay. And then you go up against someone who's like, no, that's bullshit. And here's why. It's like, oh, 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 humbug. Everybody knows that it's this way. And. It's like, no, motherfucker. Like, everybody knows it's not a valid argument. Like, let's hear some real... Uh, I mean, really what's it, what it is, like Jordan Peterson and all that, it's it's just Socratic discussion. Yeah. It's all it is, it's man. It is. Yeah, you go back and you read fucking Socrates, which I just happen to be doing uh, at the moment. And yeah, it's all it is, man. It's just Socratic discussion. Just using questions and... You know, trying to fucking use logic and yeah, it's uh, so it's just a revival of something that was lost. I mean, we've talked about this before. It's just, I think the the medium of television and entertainment technology, man, just, we went through a period where humans did not, uh, I mean, we're still not handling it well, but 
I mean, a lot of the traditional shit, like we just thought we were going to do away with all of the traditional ways of communicating with these new ways of doing it. And he said, we're finding out like, man, people still like long form discussions on stuff. People still like to hold a book in their hands. Like there's things you're just not going to do away with, with technology and, you know, five minute, uh, sound interviews, bites sound bites clips, and yeah. clips and stuff. Like it's just that's not what's going to happen. Well, so. most of these thoughts and these ideas are just too complex. Yeah, to just to do that. Yeah, yeah, no, they are. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they really are. Most of them, man. Like anything that really means anything or has some substance to it. Like yeah, you need the long form. Yeah, discussions, thought processes. You need and yeah, I, I'm old school, dude. Like I love hard hard copy. Books, I know you man. do, man. I, 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 that's how I I've, I've made that leap. Like I. I don't read anything on my Kindle anymore. Yeah. I just, I, I really like the books, man. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I just like being able to turn the pages, hold the book in my hand. Like, I know it's cumbersome. Like, if you're going to travel and you don't want to take, you know, five books with you, it takes up a bunch of space in your backpack. I get that. I understand the the convenience of the Kindle and you can just have a million goddamn books on there. I totally get it. I mean, I'm not ignorant to that. I like the book, man. I, yeah. really, I really do. There's something to it. There's something sure. to it. I don't know why. I can't really explain it. You know, and I yeah, I get really particular too. I I like a certain font size. You know, I don't want it too big. I don't want it too little. Like you, I get particular because I would buy some books, and some of them you know come in like a real false small small font size. Like motherfucker, man, what are we trying to do here? Are you trying to like really kill my eyes? <laughs> I'm getting old. I need a little. Save a few trees, save man. Save a few trees or something. I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah. Like, get, get a normal... There's only been a couple books like that. Like, like really? Like, you went with an extra small size? Because most of them are pretty average. Right. They all kind of pick the same size. Yeah. Some of them, it's like, man, what are you doing? That's why like, you get those magnifying glass things. My grandparents used to have that. <laughs> maybe, maybe, the reading magnifier. I need, I need bifocals. That, that was for the, the, the TV guide, though. That's what <laughs> that TV was for. <laughs> so they could read that. That had the super small print. Oh, You're trying to decipher, like, it's Saturday night. What's on? That ain't what's on. Wait a minute. What week is this? <laughs> it's the wrong one. Give me this week's. <laughs> <laughs> that's some old school shit <laughs> fucking TV guides TV guides the only way to know what's on man so cause that was before they even had like the preview channel oh yeah you couldn't just go to the channel 14 or whatever it was I can't remember and no. just watch it scroll yeah no like they do they still have that in hotels you can go to the you go to the they hotel they do you, you gotta go to the preview channel and yeah, see what's on yeah see what's on or just at least see what the channels are see what the channels are it's fucking so, bullshit I just gotta see what ESPN is turn it to there and leave it I don't fucking watch anything else. Did you, uh, speaking of watching shit, this is, you know, this will air a week from now, so by the time you guys hear this, is kind of old, but did you watch any of the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder? Man, I didn't watch any of the fight. I, I, the next, I, didn't, I wasn't willing to pay $75 for the pay-per-view, but then, as soon as I woke up the next morning, I you know, went to YouTube and had somebody had pirated it on there. It was fun. It was a good boxing match, was it? dude. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, both those guys are fucking huge. I mean, uh, Tyson Fury's six nine, I think, or yeah. something stupid. Deontay Wilder's like six seven. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, but they move, and for heavyweights, like it was an action packed fight the whole time. There wasn't no bullshit clinching and you know dragging it out. Like Tyson Fury can fucking box. Yeah. A big goofy white fucking gypsy can box, dude. <laughs> he was he boxed him up. But, like, it's so weird that, you know, Deontay Wilder, 
that fucking guy has got like Thor's hammer for fist. Like he doesn't. He's definitely not the most technical boxer. I mean, the dude can box. Obviously, he's a goddamn heavyweight yeah. champion. But compared, I mean, Tyson Fury just outclassed him. But it didn't matter, man. Like he, like even the punches he throws, it doesn't like if a normal human being threw that punch. Like it might sting, but it ain't knocking down some six nine, two hundred and sixty pound dude. No, dude, he hits you with that fucking hand, and you are going down. Like it's so crazy to watch. It's like what? Like it's like watching fucking superhumans go at it, man. It was really cool. Huh. It was it was fun to watch. Man, man. I haven't watched the boxing match in. The, this is worth ever. watching. Yeah, I don't watch it. I'm not a huge boxing yeah. fan. Yeah, but this is worth watching. Dude. Yeah, it really I'll check was. it out. I'll go yeah. find some pirated. YouTube. I'm sure you can find it by now. Get someone else kicked off YouTube. Yeah. Dude, you see, you're not on Instagram, but Instagram is like getting like ruthless with. Uh, like if you post, so if you take a video of your TV playing an NFL game and post it, they're fucking flagging you and like pulling your account for three days. Are you getting like grounded? You get sent to your room for three yeah, days? Yeah, 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 And And uh, yeah, like you can get like booted off Instagram for copyrighted, like posting copyrighted stuff. So like UFC fights uh football all that stuff yeah someone's like you know got a video of their tv and then post it then they're getting all bitchy about it i wonder why i wonder what's motivating that metallica syndrome i mean you remember it's fucking master master all over again yep exactly man it's like the pete they the they're like they're stealing money from us like we're losing money you know, these people are posting our product for free, and so they're probably, like, threatening them on some level, you know, because you're providing the medium. They, they've got that's what happened in Napster. Yeah. They fucking, you know, that's why they had to play ball, because there were, you know, that was, that was their claim, so... Yeah, it's just fucking Metallica and Napster all over again. It's dude, these things are cyclical. It's ridiculous. Like anyone who can't, if you've been alive for close to four decades and you ain't noticed a pattern or two, like I don't know where you've been, man. Like things just go round and round. So it's how they happen. But that's uh, interesting. I mean, you wonder, like, you know, is the NFL trying to sue Instagram or something, threatening them? Or yeah. Something? Yeah, it's got it's got to be something along those lines. Yeah, which is it seems so ridiculous because it's not like someone's posting a whole game. I know. You know what I mean? Like I I can't see the common sense in it. And then how is that taking away from any money from the NFL? I I don't understand. Well, it it seems like it would bring more eyes to them. Like you know, say someone was on the fence about. Well, see, so there's like boxing matches, UFC fights, so there's like pay-per-view right. things. That's a little more of a direct, like, okay, if they're posting you, I can, I can, I can understand that, obviously. So, like how I watched the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight. Yeah. It was straight up pirated on yeah. YouTube. I'm sure it's with the YouTube channel I watched it on. I'm sure it's down by now. Yeah, down by now. That's why I checked first thing that morning yeah. after, because I knew there would they be some on there. Long, no, they don't last long. <laughs> um, so I can obviously, I mean, that... that that, that was, right there. That's yeah. easy. You can see the connection there. Yeah. Instead of someone spending seventy five dollars, you watch it Instagram, man. It's, it, the videos are a minute. I guess they yeah. have like the lot. I don't know, man. But I they're not know. long. I know. There's no, like how is that? There's no. I don't know. There's I no. Don't I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it either. But yeah, I think uh, Eddie Bravo got kicked off. His account got locked. Right. So I have a hard time listening to that dude. I, I really do. <laughs> 
I really do, man. Like, whenever I see him. What? On Flat Earth or Jiu Jitsu or what, man? I have. Yeah, once he starts, like, he was on the most recent Fight Companion on JRE. Yeah. And as soon as I see his name on there that he's going to be on there, I hesitate to listen to it. Because if he starts going off on some fucking conspiracy theories. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like a good conspiracy theory, but I, I don't have time to get into it, so yeah. I don't care that much. And so I see his name on there. I'm like, God damn it, man. I don't want to fucking listen to this. So, But then I ended up listening to it, and he was pretty quiet. And like, there was at one point, like, I think it was Brendan Shaw was trying to goad him to, to get him going on it. Right. And he didn't, take the, he didn't take the bait. And so it was actually a pretty good Fight Companion podcast. But sometimes, you, yeah, I just can't listen to that, dude. Just to... Yeah, and I can't, there's so much ridiculous shit about fucking flat earth and chemtrails that he'll just buy into and run with it. And I was like, yeah, I can't do it, man. Yeah. I just can't, can't handle it. Yeah, I don't. It's uh, not my jam. Yeah, I, I listen to, most of the time when I've listened to him, I like listening to him because him and uh, Joe, like, getting some fucking good stories or talking fights. But yeah, if he starts going off down the deep end on, some of the conspiracy theory shit. It's like, man, we've all heard it before. Okay, you think the earth is flat? You think there's chemtrails? So, we need something new, buddy. Where's the mole people? <laughs> I want some mole people fucking... Lizard people. Conspiracy theory. Mole people. Exactly. So, anyway. Speaking of crazy fuckers, the David Goggins? Yes. Yeah, man. I'm about halfway through. That guy is that the interview. shit. He Bought is. the book. Gonna read it next. Did you buy the book? Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with the audio book. Because, you know, I got a subscription to Audible. So, you know, so okay, I, get, yeah. I, get, I get a book every month. Yeah. And you get a credit. Um, Yeah, the way he was talking about how he did that audio book, it wasn't just somebody reading it. Like, he, yeah. somebody reads, like, the chapter. Mm-hmm. And then he gets in and gives, like, I don't know, he talks. Yeah. Kind of, like, almost like a podcast. Yeah. And then, you know, another then he reads the next chapter, another section, and he gets on and talks. So that sounds kind of interesting. Like, yeah, oh, that does sound interesting. That might be a good audio book, too. I think yeah. I'm going to check that one out like that. See, well, it's, that is, uh, that's a good idea, because it gives you a reason to check out both. Yeah. I, I mean, it, but, uh, yeah, I just got the book. I bought the book before I started listening to the um, podcast, so I didn't know they had the special audio book stuff did you do you buy and you buy all your books on your kindle right yeah i'm just a lazy shit i'm like because i usually wait until <clears throat> i need a book i don't plan ahead and i just see what the where the spirit moves me after i'm done with the book and uh then i'm just like all right boom buy it and start reading it but i've got a few i've got lined up i'm gonna read uh i got notes from the underground um the oh what the fuck jordan peterson was talking about it Sounds really Dostoevsky uh, yeah. book. So, anyways, I don't know. I haven't read any of those. How was that? You were reading fucking. Oh, I'm still slog. I'm still slogging through it. <laughs> How's I, that, man? I don't have any great insights. No, ask, no, 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 nothing. No, huh? Well, I'm all still, right. still slogging through it. Okay, has it gotten to the point where God's dead? No, no. But it's not the first time I read through Nietzsche. You know, Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Yeah, I've read. And so I'm reading what the morality or whatever the yeah. oh the ge- genealogy of morals or some shit is the one I'm reading right now. Hmm. I've read I forget the other one I've read through a few years back. So I like the way the dude thinks. Yeah, he went crazy eventually. Turned into a complete madman. <laughs> but there was a point in he was probably always sort of a little bit mad, but he's a pretty smart dude. Oh yeah. 
I don't know. I haven't read any of his stuff. I'm going to check it out next. Deep. Getting into the Russian philosophers. Yep. Got to get through Xenophon's recollections of Socrates. So, it's pretty interesting. It's the whole thing is just basically like telling the Athenians why they fucked up, sentencing them to death. Like, everything you said wasn't true. Here's why. So, it's pretty good. It's fucking Athenians, man. How did you get off of that? I started talking about David Goggins. And oh, yeah, oh Goggins. books. Books. Yeah. Books. So, anyways, yes. I got. I know I made Shiloh drive in the car with me and listen to the podcast. So, I was like, man, you need more of this dude in your life. Speaking of struggle and embracing the struggle and stuff. I, I love how much of a maniac that dude is. And he knows he's a maniac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's, man, it's good. I, I, it triggered, it's funny, it triggered some, like, old stuff. It's, you know, you, you get older, man, you do, you, I don't know how to put it, like, you get a little soft, you forget a little bit, but, like, that used to be me, man, I remember that, when I ran track, I was like, you can't hurt me, motherfucker, that's why I loved it, I was like, dude, the fucking kick is, like, you get to that last hundred meters, and, man, if you, like, you weren't gonna win, I could just come down to heart, like, I wanted that more than you. And you could fucking just crush people's souls with it. And, uh, yeah, I was getting all fired up, man. I'm like, you know, yeah, it's good hey, shit. You, you can't help but get fired up when you listen no. to him. Yeah, he was talking about that. Yeah, like snatching people's souls. Yeah. Dude, I think about that when I'm wrestling motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes, and, and I think about that on the, <laughs> the other side, too, when I'm getting my ass whooped. Like, oh, you ain't breaking my soul, no, man. You can keep coming. You can yeah. hit me with the cross face. You can, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You ain't snatching this soul, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm gonna keep fighting. I'm gonna keep fucking fighting. I mean, in, until I'm risking personal injury. But you know, fuck it, tap. Let's go again. Yeah. Like you ain't snatching this soul, motherfucker. Yeah. And I think about that because then I try. You'll see when someone breaks. You'll see it and you feel it when you fucking when you snatch their soul for that. Yeah. That second when you're wrestling with them, like oh. I know, I man. Broke you. It's tough. It is tough. It happens. Yeah. It happens to all of us. It happens to all of us. It but. does. As long as it's for a moment, then you slap hands. Like, that's the thing with me. I don't know. It was just, you, again, like, you just become who you are and you forget. Like, there are just things that, that forge you. So, like, for me, like, like man, like, just taking an ass whooping and just slapping hands and taking another ass whooping and slapping hands, like, that's just what the fuck you do. It's just what you do. It's just what you do. And, and you can't let it, like... And, you know, we talked about before, like, I'm just stupid enough to think that every time I slap hands with somebody, I should win. Yeah, that's, you should. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly surprised when I don't. And it, it doesn't matter. Like, even though I know that I shouldn't, but it's like... No, you have to think You have that. to, man. It's like, like, oh, this is the time. Even if it's someone that whoops your ass all the fucking time. Because, yeah. you know, we got a few of those training partners, man, that just take my lunch all the time. And we need them. And, uh, dude, I don't care. Like, I slap hands, like, oh, this is the time. I don't care if he just gets done tapping. Yes. Me. I, uh, we slap hands tap, again. Tap, slap hands again. Oh, now is the time, now motherfucker. The time. Oh, shit. Nope. Now is the time, yes. motherfucker. I just hit the reset button. Yeah. You know, like, let's go. Yeah. You, know, it's, you, you have to have that mindset. You have to. You just got to throw it. yourself back into that fire. Yeah, you're going to yeah. get fucked up. I know. I hate yeah. to say it, dude, but you, you, can, I, you, you can tell when you break someone on a long-term basis with that. And it's you, like, you, you can, you know, like when you have a training partner that if you fuck them up too many times for too long yeah, and then you go to wrestle with them again, you can just tell, tell. something different. Like, hey dude, oh, like I reset, fuck. like, all right, you can fuck me up. Yeah. yeah let's go. I know. It's, it, you got to retrain them a little oh, bit. Damn, I fucked my toy up. Yeah, no. <laughs> I got to retrain them a little I, bit. I broke my toy. So, yeah, but that's the, 
that's the thing, man. For me, I try to keep in mind, like, all right, like, I, you know, I may have those moments where I bitch out and I roll away when I should have fucking turned into the pressure, but long term, like, you know, as soon as it's done, like, I'm pissed at myself. We're going to fucking slap hands. We're going to do it again. I'm going to fucking try not to do it again. And it's just, you got to go. But that mentality of just fucking grind, you can't fucking beat me. I don't know, dude, listening to him, he's just bringing back so much shit, I love how he talks about, like, callousing the mind. That's, he's like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do this shit. Like, I don't want to fucking, he, I sit there and look at my running shoes for 30 minutes. Like, God, this fucking sucks. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do, but you know what? I do it. And that callouses the mind just a little bit. You just, you're picking a little pussy scab off your mind. And then when when that scar comes, it's a little bit tougher. And I I do, I think, dude, like, yeah, it gets me jacked, dude. Like, I, I get so pumped when I, just listen to him talk because that's how I think about a lot of that shit, man. Like, you know, my fucking alarm goes off at five thirty in the morning, and I only slept for fucking five hours because I had a long ass day. Like, you know what? I'm still getting the fuck up. You know, I'm still gonna work out that morning, and yeah. I, I don't want to. Like, I'm shuffling fucking down the hallway. Like, All right, I need some coffee. I don't want to fucking do this, and I start rationalizing. Like, oh, I, I could just go back to bed. Or, I'm not going to work out this morning. I, you know, like I, I start having all these fucking oh, yeah. voices start coming in your head. I'm like, no. And I fucking get out in the garage and I start moving. I start doing my shit. You know, go for a run or something. Like, yeah. And you, all, every time you make the proper choice and not the pussy choice, you callous in that mind a little bit. And that's what it is. It's that struggle and callous in the mind. And that dude, that's yeah. such a good feeling. Yeah. And I just, like hearing him talk about it, dude, just, I get so pumped. And this guy's the point where he was talking about Joe's asking him about like, don't you look into the science? You never had a trainer or coach. No. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. You know why? I don't work out. I work out to for my mind. I forget how he put yeah. it. But he's like, it's mental training. It's mental training. I'm not physical training. I'm not trying to make my body look better. I'm trying to make my mind better. And I was like, dude, that is so fucking it. Like that is, it's so hard to explain to people though. Cause like, that's how I look at training for sure. Like I'm not, you know, I like to look at the science and stuff too. I definitely think there's a, a middle road that we can all. I think if we were all David Goggins. It would may not be. May not good. be good. Yeah, we need we need some outliers like him to show us what's possible. But uh, um, yeah, man, that fucking dude, what was that? What were we, the callus in the mind, the mental training? Not yeah, the, the mental thing. training. Yeah, like you're, you're you're working out is like it, you you work out to train your mind. Yep. It's not your body. It's like the body's a fucking byproduct. I work out to train my mind. It's like make my mind tougher. Or, you know, especially with jujitsu. It's like, dude, I'm training my fucking mind. I'm in there drilling, doing this shit. I'm working on my mind. Like, the tougher my mind gets, the more fucking hone my mind gets. Like, my body will follow my mind. And if you don't get that mind going, though, you it, the rest of it's just bullshit. 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 Like, you can have and the best then, training program in the world. Your mind's fucked up. It ain't gonna matter. And you ain't gonna stick to it. No. And see, that, that's where people fail. Like, you you'll get some people that think that oh you work out all the time because you're so vain you want to look good. No, like I do, dude. Like working out, especially jujitsu, but also physical training. I do it for my mind, dude. It keeps me sane. It's that outlet. It toughens my mind, like all that shit. Like I love it. And then helping me be better at jujitsu is just a byproduct of that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it helps it. I love that. And also. Being healthier, being able to move is a byproduct of that. You know, it's all just kind of like you're, you're, you're training your mind, you're making your mind tougher, stronger, and all these other unintended great consequences of it is, yeah, just, but when you're working out just to look good, 
it's a short-lived thing. Yeah. It's not you're, It's not sustainable. You're not no. going to like it. No. Yeah, it's, but when you finally make that switch as to why you're working out. Yeah. Then, that's how it becomes a lifestyle. That's how it becomes a lifestyle. It is. And that's it. And that's, that's something that, like, when he was talking about that, I'm like, oh, that's another way to explain that to people. Is because people, like, you know, get motivated. They do it for a while to lose weight. Then they get a lot of motivation. And then they stop doing it. Like, you got to reframe why you're doing it. And if you have that mindset, like he is, like, no, man, there's so much shit I do that I don't really want to do. Yeah. I do almost on a daily basis. Like, do I want to do 100 fucking push-ups today? No, I don't want to do 100 fucking push-ups today. But, oh, now that I said that, God damn it, now I got to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just I, I'll do that to myself. Like, oh, fuck. And why did I just get into that argument with myself? Because now I got to do it. Because if I get to time to go to bed tonight and I just said that I didn't want to do that, well, I'm, I can't. I'm going to go to lay down in bed. And my mind's going to be racing like, you pussy motherfucker. You let yourself talk yourself out of doing that today. God damn it, you got to get out of bed and fucking do those things. <laughs> you know, that happens. Like, and, and all the other, like, feeling good, looking good, those are all just good benefits that come but aren't really the goal. Yeah. Right? I mean, they kind of are a goal, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I That's know. the tough thing, though, man. Like, people want to... I was about that when he's talking about, like, the rest and recovery thing. Because, you know, it's... In, like, I... It's not that he doesn't have, you know, rest and recovery, right? Because he has a light he day. Ta- he talked about he it. Talked like, about that, right? He stretches for two hours a night. Every know? night, and that's he that's has recovery. Light days. Yeah, and he even said he's like, "Oh, light day. I go my my pace is a lot slower. I still right. go for my run." Seven miles. Which again, you know, for most people, seven miles is insane. For a guy like him, seven miles is like a walk around day. the block. That, it's like a- me going on a fucking forty-five minute walk. Right. You know, right. it's like it, it, it's recovery work. And that's the other thing, too, is people don't, you know, understand like recovery doesn't happen from rest. But what when I was listening to that, I was thinking, like, you know what, what people are asking is like, how do I fit what I'm currently doing into your program? Yes. Because when they're asking, when do you rest and recover? That's what they're saying. Like, when do you just do nothing? But what do you when do you do what I do? Right. Now, because I want to figure out, like, you know, how many days a week do I have to do what you do? And how many days a week can I do what I do? That's exactly what it is. And then that's when he's saying, motherfucker, I don't not, I don't ever do what you do. I don't ever do what you do. Every day is fucking a version of what I do. And that's the only way to make that change. You are not going to be able to live one foot in doing what you do now and one foot in being better and think that's going to work. No, you got to get both feet and being better and just realize like, dude, every day is a fucking struggle. Every day you got to do something. Every day you got to do something. I mean, it's fucking cliche, but the whole like 1% better. It's like, man, every day, every day, what can you do? And even if it's just five minutes of mobility work, you know, will you be 1% better tomorrow than you would have been if you hadn't done that mobility work? Well, you better fucking do it. And it's just, it's, that's, that's the the leap, the mental leap that people have the hardest time with because they want to live, man, one foot in both. They want those, you know, again, they say cheat days and it's like, and that's why most, you know, to me and you, we, you know, we have a cheat day and it means something completely different than what other people are asking. Like, well, do you ever have a cheat day? And it's like, no, I never have a day like you because that's what you're asking. Like, when do I get to eat like I normally eat? It's like, never, motherfucker. You got to leave that behind. So... Yeah, people. Don't. A, I loved it when he said that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, rest and recovery. He's like, you know what happens when people ask me that? 
I block them and I fucking delete them. I'm not trying to hear that shit. Get out of here with that fucking nonsense. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. I was like, yes, dude, that is fucking that is it, dude. I mean, it's a little extreme, but no, that that is it. It's a it's a mindset. It's a mentality. Yes. It's like you know, even recovery is like, man, I'm it's it's not a passive thing. No. Like you you have to fucking take command and steer that ship in a direction every day. You've never earned the right. To fucking just wake up, walk your fat ass out to the couch, and lay on the couch all fucking day, not do a goddamn thing, and then go to bed again at night. No. It doesn't exist. doesn't exist. It doesn't fucking exist. It, it shouldn't exist. If it does, you need to fix it. Like To me, that is just mind-numbing. Like, I, just, I can't wrap my mind around that. Like, what? Yeah. What are you telling me right we're now? We're not wired for that, man. No, we're not wired for that. You need to move. You need to do something. Yeah. It doesn't, you, you know, you don't have to run a marathon every goddamn day. No. You know, and you don't, your light day isn't going to be. not, yeah. I mean, most people would say that that's, they, they, they're not happy doing that anyways. It's like they think they are. It's like, no, there's a difference between what's easy and what makes you happy. Big fucking difference. Like, you know, what's easy is sitting on the couch all day, drinking beer, watching football on Sundays. You know, what makes me happy is going to get my ass whooped on Sunday afternoons when the boys from Montrose come down and everybody's there and we're just fucking going at each other like a bunch of savages. And dude, I have, it's, that's, that's what makes me fucking happy. And, but people mistake that, man. They think like, well, what's easy is what's going to make me happy. And it's not. The struggle is going to make you the happy. The struggle will make you happier. Yeah. And also knowing that, like, dude, happiness, it's not... Uh, there, there's no permanent happiness. Like you're it's never a very fleeting feeling, dude. It's like sand in your hand. Yes, it's, you you experience it and then it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. And and again, we're like biologically wired that way. Like if you you uh, you know, he had the example in the in the the social leap of you know, if you had two cavemen and one goes out, he leads a hunting party and kills a mammoth, and he's happy. He's permanently happy. Man, he's happy, like, he's done, you know, he doesn't feel motivated to go out and hunt another mammoth. You know, he's happy. And you got the other dude, he goes out, he does it, and he's happy for, like, a day or two, but then, you know, man, I just, yeah, threw my hands like sand. Like, I need something else to make me happy again, you know? He's gonna go hunt another mammoth. Now, which one of these two motherfuckers is more useful to the group? Right? Like, so whose genes was more likely to get passed on? It's like the dude who's never happy. Like the guy who's he's using happiness as a, a as a compass to make sure that he's his struggle is moving in a positive direction. Like that's what happiness is. It's just it's just letting you know is my struggle going in a positive direction? I'm gonna struggle. Every day is gonna be a fucking struggle. I can't get away from it. And you know I can deny it, but it's there. It's either going in a positive or negative direction, and that's all happiness is. You're never gonna achieve it and be like, yes, I'm happy permanently. Yeah, I even feel weird having that conversation, like calling it happiness. You know, to me, it'd be more like, I mean, there's definitely certain things that make you happy, but that's very fleeting. And I, I think like that lifestyle choice, living that way, and pursuing those things on a daily basis, it's more like I, I can't even put the right word to it, man. Like a satisfaction. It's not contentment. You know, you're not. You might be content. Content's kind of like happy, like it's fleeting. You're content for the moment. But then that goes away. Maybe it's more like a satisfaction doesn't quite do it either. You know, like, I don't know, like a struggle. Like, my mind's not, 
I don't like using the word happy for that. Right. Like, I, I, no, that, that's not. It's, it's just like the day, like the day. It doesn't day seem ha- fitting. Like it yeah. seems. Happiness is more of like so. There are goals. There are like long term. There are monument. There are things. Right. Like you know, having the birth of a child. Right. You know, what I mean that, but that 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 doesn't that happen every day. No. So like you know, that's the thing. Like happiness and and whatnot. It's it's it is relative. Like for me, I think I know what you're talking about. For me, it's just kind of a positive neutral you know what i mean it's like i'm i'm neutral right like i'm not gonna feel fucking great about myself uh and i may not feel super shitty about myself like i would if i just like drank a fucking 24 pack of budweiser for some stupid reason right so most of the time like i'm kind of like positive neutral or negative neutral you know and i I feel like doing my daily shit just kind of helps keep me pointed in that that positive neutral direction, you know. I don't. I just positive neutral, like, and it's almost like a. I think I think a better word would be like a sense of pride. Yeah. In your in your life, you're taking somewhat control of your life and leading it in a positive direction. You're yeah. Trying, you're always trying to steer the ship a little yeah. bit away from the iceberg. Yeah. You know, in the end, you're going to hit the iceberg and it's I, over. Yeah, a little sense of pride. A little sense of just, pride, but you're trying yeah. to just, just skirt the edge of that iceberg as long as you can until Father Time says it's... Yeah. You can't steer around the iceberg anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's something that's... Uh, yeah, that's just... That's a little bit different thing. Than, but, I mean, but those things, you know, I've definitely had some... Moments that have made me happy with jujitsu, for sure. So it's uh, so you know th- that's the thing is like you, the daily struggle is what cultivates that, and like I said, that's how you know you're heading in a positive direction. If you don't feel happy, you're struggling and you're just miserable. It's probably a good sign that your struggle is just going in the wrong direction. You're probably sitting in a cubicle working a job you hate for shit you don't need, or some version of that. And it's like, dude, you're struggling. It's bad direction. That's why you're unhappy. Like, when you're struggling because you really don't have a struggle. Yeah. Like, like, you wake up. Yeah. You go. You go you, does that the make lack sense? of a struggle is the, a struggle. The lack like, of a struggle is a struggle. You're not getting away from it. From, you right. can deny it. You can run away from it. But it is always going to find you. Yep. So it's like you have to accept it. And and it's like, yeah, is it positive or negative? And like I said, I think that's just all like, you know, the, the Pride, satisfaction, happiness, you know, if it's a continuum of, of positive feelings that you can achieve from what you're doing with your life. And I think those are just to let you know you're, you know, okay, I'm, I'm moving it right. You know, feeling bad is, hey, I'm not doing the right thing here. So, but uh, yeah, it's an, important that people understand that. And it's just not I think, part of what they're taught. Yeah, that. that. Yeah, like, this, that was probably, I mean, I knew who David Goggins was from his different interviews and shit. I always knew he was a madman, but that was probably the biggest thing I got from that. I was like, yes, like, that is, that is a lesson that everybody needs to get in that. You know, we talk about being healthy, you know, eating healthy, training healthy, taking care of your body, taking care of your relationships, all that shit, like, it's just, it's a lifestyle choice and understanding why you're doing certain things. It just he just hit it right on the head. He's like, I don't want to do this shit, motherfucker. I'm suffering. This sucks. Yeah. But it's it's I'm all. He, I think it was, man. Maybe it was him or Joe Cena. But he's like, I'm always taking care of my future self. You know, we've talked about that. Like, yeah. What's your future self gonna say about this? Yeah. Are you creating fucking problems for your future self? Are you taking care? Are you looking out for your future future <laughs> self? 
And I had, maybe it was Goggins. I mean, I, like, see, I'm getting these interviews mixed up now. But Joe Decina, he's kind of the same guy. He's the same type of guy. He's a fucking madman. He's like, yeah, I'm always taking care of my, my future self. That way I don't have to, you know, I'm not, I'm not writing a check that my future self can't cash. Yeah. Or that I don't want to cash. You know. It's yeah. Yeah, that's important. Super yeah. important. Yeah, man. It, it, it's things that people look at like guys like you and me and they think that it's easy. You know, like, oh, fucking easy. Oh, they love to work out. They want to do that shit. Or they've always been like that. And it's like, fuck, no, man. If you had any idea in, you know, like I said, we've talked about before, like, sometimes we take it for granted. It's like you doing jujitsu for 12 years. It's hard to remember exactly what it was like to be a white belt. Like, dude, I've been working out for so fucking long. That's why I said, like, I'm getting fired up listening to Goggins because it's like, it's bringing some things, like, to the surface that were just kind of. They're baked into me at this point. Like, I take them for granted. And I remember, like, oh, yeah. Like, there were moments that, you know, forged in fucking fire where, you know, that made me who I am today. And, like, that's that's what I want to fucking get, you know, like, Shiloh and Z. And I want them to be able to, you know, going back to just, like, you know, how do you get your kids to experience shit like that so that they know that, yeah, man, you can't hurt me. If you got that fucking attitude, like it's amazing where you can go with that attitude, because dude, you can't, you can't fucking, you know, the heart just, you know, people can have all the talent in the world, and man, you can you can develop heart. Like, you definitely, you know, you get it, but like, I think that's that mental, the mental callus, yeah, that mental callousing, like, yeah, that's so important. Yeah, that's you know that fucking heart that you get from that. Like man, you can't fucking hurt me. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, shit that you called, know. dude. You know what's funny? I'm, I'm such an idiot. Like, I listened to that, and I think it was like the next morning, I woke up, and I looked at the weather, and it was like 11 degrees outside, dude. It was fucking cold. And so I looked at that, and I was like, fuck. I got to go walk my dog. Because that's usually like my routine. Like, okay, I got to take my dog for a walk. Like, I check the weather, like how, like how, because I just want to know how warm I need to dress. Yeah. You know, so, oh, what's the weather like real quick? Ooh, fucking 11 degrees, a little chilly. So then I start thinking, fuck, do I really, does he need to walk? <laughs> and then as soon as that, like I had just listened to the David Goggins, as soon as that question came into my head, it's like, you pussy motherfucker. So not only did I walk him, I walked my dog, he's only, he, he's old and he's only uses three legs, it's a long story. So then I brought him home and I went for a fucking run. I was like, that's it. And I, I'm not a big fan of running. I was like, you fucking pussy bitch. You were trying to get out of just a simple fucking walk with your dog because it's chilly out. I was like, no, and now you're going to go fucking running. And now you're not wearing fucking gloves because your hands are going to get cold. And you're not listening to fucking music because that's fucking cheating. You're going to go fucking run in the cold, you pussy motherfucker. Because you you, I just, I let that voice came in, like, finding reasons why I shouldn't do it. And trying to find, okay, well, I can do this. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. So I had to fucking squash that pussy fucking voice and get it done. Good, man. Yeah. Good. It's important. It is. Callous that mind. Got to callous the mind, man. Yeah. Go over that with fucking pile of rocks. Nobody wants to be in the corner. <laughs> Just fucking start working on it. That's yeah, right. man. I know. It was great, dude. It's funny. I, uh, hey, what's up, Waka? He just got back from the walk. the podcast, so. Mutt. Yes. What's up, buddy? You got to go out for a walk while we were in here. But yeah, man, it's, it's uh, you know, coaching her with track. I remember telling her, I was like, man, everybody, you're going to hurt. You're going to hurt at the end of the sprint, but you're going to hurt less if, like, you know, you don't want to just survive it, like dominate it, and and you'll feel better for it. And 
and yeah, so it's funny just listening to him, you know, basically saying the same shit. Like, man, you can't just survive the suck. Sucks for everybody. Everybody's trying to survive this. Like, that's bullshit. Like, you gotta embrace it. You gotta fucking thrive in the suck. And yeah, that's the that's the good shit, man. It is. That's dude. the good shit. It's so much fun. It is. So, not fun at the time. No, 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 no. It's not but fun at the time. It isn't. But it's like leveling up your character. It is. You can't do it, man. You're not gonna get to that boss battle if you don't fight anybody along the I way. Know. Man, I've, I ran into this boss on God of War. It's just been fucking killing me. I got had to go level up my character. I've been going around doing all these other little side missions and shit, trying to get a yeah. better axe and better armor. I'm yeah. gonna fuck that dude up tonight. There you go, dude. I had to nice. level up my character. I know I've been doing that with my guy. I know I've got some final battles on Far Cry Primal coming up, <laughs> so I've been going around just fucking people up. I just love how I can unleash my animal horde on people. Like I've just taken out entire camps of people with my owl. And a fucking <laughs> an jaguar, <laughs> yeah, dude. So the owl's like a drone. So you're like a beastmaster. You yeah, control these fucking things. Exactly, the beastmaster. Remember awesome. that old oh, movie? Fuck yeah, fuck dude. yeah, dude. So yeah, you control them, and you can. You're not like seeing through the eyes of the owl, but you're basically seeing the owl. You can fucking see through the owl, and the owl will fucking fly around. And so you can uh, fly around, and it'll you know see, and you can tag all the enemies in an area. And so you can, um, you know, see what they are and then he can drop bombs and you've got different bombs. And so I've got like a fucking, a B bomb, you drop it and it fucking like everyone around it just gets in swarmed by bees and kills them. I got a fire bomb and I got a, it's called a berserker bomb and you drop it and it makes the people go crazy and they just start attacking everyone around them. So I'll fly around and I'll find like the strongest dude and I'll drop a berserker berserker bomb. bomb. And then he's going crazy in the camp and everyone's running. And then I'm flying around and guys on the edge, um, I'll, I'll tag them for my uh, Jaguar to attack. Because the Jaguar won't alert other people around if he attacks them. My Sabretooth will. I like my blood Sabretooth the best. But so the Jaguar is picking dudes off <laughs> on this corner. The owl's flying around dropping fucking bombs on people and, and tagging new people. The, the Berserk dude's just fucking going crazy, clubbing everyone. I'm just sitting on the <laughs> edge of the whole scene, just watching, orchestrating, the, orchestrating madness. the madness, man. And yeah, it's uh, it was funny. There was literally one. It was up on a cliff, and I couldn't figure out how to get to it. Later, I figured it out. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna use my owl." And I literally just took out the whole fucking thing and claimed the camp. And uh, it's crazy how deep these video games are. Yeah, you know, that's not how they were when we were kids. You know, like I ran into this boss. And these dudes are just killing me, man. There's like three of them. And like, there's one guy, dude, if he hits you once, you're dead. Yeah. Now you can have a full energy bar. doesn't matter. If this motherfucker hits you with his sledgehammer, you are dead. So I'm like, fuck. I, kept, I thought I could beat him. thought I could beat him. It wasn't working. But then the, the game's so deep. So then you just get away from that. And you just start exploring all around. And then you run into other dudes to fight. And then you level. And like, dude, there's so many layers to these fucking games nowadays, dude. It's insane. Yeah, it's completely insane. I know. They, it was, they just and then you get you get like lost in them. Like literally lost. Like where am I at? Like what am I? And then you kind of forget. Like okay, what am I trying to do now? Right. <laughs> like shit, I gotta reassess. What the fuck's going on here? It's funny, man. How deep those games are. It's not just like cool. super Super Mario. Yeah, Brothers. I was about to say, man, it's come a long way from it's Super Mario. Long Brothers. fucking ways from God. Super Mario. So we were playing the original Final Fantasy. That was fucking. 
it was like one of the uh, first role playing games where you had to run around, you had to make your. Well, party. Zelda was kind of like that. Zelda was the first one that had a battery backup. The uh, this one was before that. No, the dude, it was Dragon Master or something like that. Yeah, I remember that one, dude. That one was like super old school. I just remember running around these fucking, you know, the forest, and then <laughs> and you'd see your dude on one side and the fucking enemy on the other, and, and the fucking music's playing, and the little thing comes up. What do you want to do? Attack? Magic? Oh, yeah. Run? You know, and you got to select something for all of your party, and then it's like, doo, 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 plays out, and you do it again. And Dude, all those... you used to think those shit was so cool. Oh, man, hell yeah. And then now we're, now the video games we play. Yeah, it was kind of the same shit, dude. You had to wander around. Like, you, if you just try to go to the boss or whatever, it's like, no, you got to go do all these dungeons and all this shit. And, but, man, it taught you. Like, again, people love the fucking bag on video games, but I think... Fucking video games are great, man. Especially like old school ones that they were hard. They taught you tenacity, you know? And now people just play Minecraft. It's like, wait a minute, you mine stuff to craft with and craft stuff to mine with. It's fucking sounds interesting. I, I need more death and destruction in my video games. Yeah. I really like violence. A little violence, a little, com- little competitiveness, a little aggression. The violence in the video games yes. is the shit, dude. <laughs> It's wired into us. It is. We need to take. That's it why I like that guy. That guy of war and that fucking axe that he has. Oh yeah, so much fun, dude. I know. Yeah, that's a uh, that is a good one. So, so yeah, primal. That so, is fucking good. So speaking of uh, primal shit, got Masters three. No gee. Yeah, no, that's been the big the big change from last week's yeah. conversation. Last week you had. Came to terms with you were going to go fight all the young bucks. I was going to enter the adults. The I just adult, thought that was... I that just, was the move. I thought that was the move. It was, it was the move I had decided on before I knew that I had another option. But our so, coach has steered you in the right direction. And yeah, so has corrected my thought process. So now so. you're going to master, was it master three? Yeah, master Same three. Same weight. Same weight. Same weight. I'm going to do the middle weight, 175. So I'm like a solid 167, 168 right now. Can't really seem to go up or down from there. Woke up one morning, I was 169. Yeah, so I'm going to try and bulk up. But uh, so yeah, no. Yeah, I think you're a decent size for that weight class. Yeah. You're not going to be terribly small. You know, being that it's same day weigh-ins, I mean, right. literally everybody's weighing in 10 minutes before they get on the mat. Yeah. So if anybody is cutting a lot of weight, they are depleted. You know yeah. what I mean? So you're going to go in healthy, fed, fuel, you know, yeah, I'm sure hyd- I'm hydrated, everything, you know what I mean? So yeah, you're, you're right there. Yeah. You know? I don't feel I'm going to give it's not, up yeah, you're not a giving whole up. lot. Mm-hmm. So and right. I, I'd feel a lot better if I try to get down to 162. I just think I'd feel depleted. So, I mean, I'm stressed out because it's like, dude, am I going to weigh what I need to weigh on that day? Or just am I gonna another stress to... you don't need to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to go out there and. I think there's like seven guys in the division, which is interesting, right? Because you're supposed to have uh, you're supposed to have your initial matches on Friday and then the medal rounds on Saturday, which just doesn't seem to make sense. Oh, is that how is that how it's doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kiele's division literally has three people. It's like, how are they going to do that? Like, so I think they probably are going to have to like make a call. Basically, like they, they plan it that way in case the divisions, it's a big ass division, get big enough for that. But 
If it's a small division, they should just do it one day. Dude, it's three matches. Three matches. Yeah, seven people. It's like three matches to win. You know, three matches, you're in the gold. Or, yeah, three matches of a gold medal match. So, but if they stick to that, it would you would have to do two I'd have matches, one match, one match, and then you would do your. I'd have yeah, and then two the next day if I won. No, you would do one. You would do two the first day, and that would put you into the finals, and then you would. So it's the do, finals, not the medal rounds. Well, you got to remember they don't fight for two third, two third at IBJJF. IBJJF. Right, right, right. So right. you, so do you consider the third place match like a medal match, like a medal round? I don't know how they would word that. Yeah. I don't know how they're... It's stupid. Oh. Small small division, they just need to... I hope that's what they're going to do. Do it all one day. Yeah, because my plan is to leave on Saturday. So, if we have to show up for a match or two and then leave after that. But, uh, yeah, we're going to... You guys go. driving? Flying? Yeah, yeah. We're going to take the family and do a little vacation. Get the National Lampoon's... Hopefully better Vacation. than that. But on yeah, we're going to Wally. Vegas and on your way to Wally, Wally World. World. We are, dude. We're literally stopping in Vegas and we're going to Anaheim. Are so, you? Yeah. So, yeah going, we, we're going to Wally World. Yeah, we're not going to Disneyland. I just can't bring myself to it. It's just, I'm not a Disneyland kind of guy. Dude, it's so expensive. Super expensive nowadays. Just, for one day, the tickets for, for me and the family was going to be almost $600. What? Just for four for four people, just the tickets, bro. Just to get into the park. Just to get into the park. Six hundred dollars? Almost. It was, it was over five hundred. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I, it's a lot of money. And wow. then you get in and of course like everything costs an arm and a leg. Oh, yeah. And so it's not normal prices. No, food, you know. you're talking like a thousand dollars to take a family there for a day. Dude. And it's like and and in and then it's like you're in Disneyland. And so, like, I have trouble dealing with the normals as is. It's why I live in a fucking small town in western Colorado. And, like, wandering around Disneyland, having to stand in lines. Like, dude, that just goes against everything in my fucking soul. So, I just can't do it. Um, so, yeah, we decided we're going to forego Disneyland and we're going to go to Vegas and just fucking hang out there for a couple days. And... I think it's always interesting. It is fun, you know. I'm gonna take some of the money we would have spent at Disneyland and just have some have, fun, have some get fun, some man. food. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's things there that we that we're, you know, I don't know what the word is. We're we're uh, we're conscious. We're not. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Like I just don't. I don't think about spending money, right? It's not like I I, I consciously, you know, don't. I just don't think about it. And so, you know, like I walk around Vegas. And I just don't really see, I, like I know they're there on the periphery, but like I don't really see all these opportunities to spend my money. Because it's not interesting to yeah, you. It's, it's just not, it's, you it's not entertaining, it's yeah, not interesting. it's not what I want to, well then I just, it's not, you know, I know that that's how you end up with no money too, you know, so, but there's definitely some things, so now it's like, okay, hey, we got a few hundred bucks, like let's go to that big giant arcade thing that we always yeah. see that we, you know, we, we know is going to end up costing us like $200. So we just don't go there. Cause like, but okay, well, let's go there. So yeah, we're going to have some fun with the kids and they'll dig it. Yeah. They'll dig it. But, uh, has either one of your kids ever seen Vegas? Oh yeah. We've been to Vegas. Oh, they, they, they've seen it. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know if they'd seen all the huge ass buildings. And the huge buildings and the weird people. And and, uh, yeah. The, 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 the freaking um, little, People slapping their cards. Oh yeah, trying to give you the freaking you know here call this girl. <laughs> it's like what the fuck, man. 
It's so ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, what I'm going to... Oh, Snakey's trying Snakey's to... Snakey's jacket. He's trying sure. to get out of there. He, you can't tell, but every time you come, he's, like, trying to get out of the cage. He's trying to find a hole in that lid. It's like Jake the Snake says, man. Snakes can tell. They find the one person in the room who's Sorry. afraid of them. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Me and Snakey having that relationship. Yeah, I don't think Snakey's going to get you, man. He can know I don't like him. No, for sure. So, dude, I was watching something the other night on... Uh, um, the King Cobra. And like, dude, those things are fucking like super vicious, brutal, like crazy ass snakes. And then it like, it just made me think about Jake's story about sicking one on Macho Man. <laughs> and how Macho Man had pissed him off beforehand so he fucking slapped it around and made it real mad. <laughs> Chewing on him. You know, there were so many crazy things about those stories. The fact that he had zero education on like snake handling, and they would just give him a new snake like every ten days because he couldn't handle the travel. How many stories involve losing, losing the snake? snake. <laughs> he would lose the snake. It's so fucking bananas, dude. In somebody's house or a foreign country, or you just lose it. Yeah, well, here's another one, dude. What was the story? Who? What wrestler was it that made him? Uh, made the snake bite him. So he knew that was Macho Man. Was it, was it Macho yeah, Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was, he knew that he was oh, going to right. him in the ring. That's right. And so he was like, oh, he came to locker room ahead of time. He's not poisonous, and so he wanted him to bite you first. <laughs> it's so great. And that's why he was like, man, I was pissed at him. That's why, like, I got that snake riled that, up. That is so great. Slap the fuck out of him. But yeah, dude, those things are uh, like brutal. Like their fucking teeth, and they're chewing. Like I was watching, and they're like showing it like fucking. Biting, like eating another snake. I was just thinking of Macho Man's arm in that thing. I was like, dude, that is just wild stuff, man. Like, it's good shit. WWF, I don't care what anyone fucking says. World Wildlife Fund can eat a dick. Is that why they ended up changing the name? Oh, yeah, 100%. Was it? It was WWF the whole time I was a kid. Yep. No, World Wildlife Fund said that it infringed on their WWF uh, rights. So. Whatever. Dude, I saw a fucking uh, a shirt the other day that said WWF, and it had two pandas like wrestling, like one DDT and the other. That is awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. That is awesome. It is. But it was funny. I noticed like Jake the Snake says WWE. Like even when he was referring to the like the old when days. When it was the WWF. When it was the WWF. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. It's just like he, yeah, legally just yeah. having a relationship with them. Like he's just, they all have. It's like, it's kind of sad, man. No, dude, when I was a kid, that was it. It was, was WWF. WWF, man. That's how I even still picture it in my head. Yeah. Because I, I stopped watching it before it's, you know, I'd never watched like the WWE or whatever all the other fucking acronyms were, man. I don't I never got into them. Like, yeah. I watched WWF as a kid, man. The Iron yep. Sheik and Jimmy Superfly Snooker and the Junkyard Dog. I mean, those guys are the jam. Fuck yeah, yeah, man. But once it got away from all that, I just kind of stopped watching it. Yeah. So, anyways, but uh, yeah, we're going back to Masters World. Fuck ready yeah. to fucking go out there. And some Nogi Worlds. Do some Nogi, man, yeah. Nogi's fun. And having, uh, feeling good with it. You know, Part of me feels like a little bit of a pussy for not going and competing. Yeah, probably are, but. <laughs> I haven't been training enough, man. I what really, do you mean? I, I really just, I haven't, I haven't been working my fucking ass off. What? I've been putting a lot of hours at work, man. I haven't been training enough. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, what what would you do different? I mean, how much would you... Train like, more? Yeah, 
I guess, but you've been training as much as you can. I train as much as I can all the time. Yeah. But there's, yeah, I just, I don't feel prepared. Mm. I feel as if I would just be donating my money to the IBJJF. Well, I mean, maybe what I'm doing Get my ass whooped and just give my money away. Yeah. Well, I made Kevin pay for my entry, so he gave him... See, he doesn't offer that shit to me, so fuck him. Fuck you, Kevin. (laughs) I think he... He, uh... Whatever, Kevin. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he would. My feelings hurt, so it don't matter. Damage is done now. (laughs) Damage is done. No, it was, uh... Yeah, so he talked me into it. He's like, I'll pay your... Well, it's funny. He told me I'll pay your entry fee, and I got a room to stay in. So all I got to do is get out there. And he told me that he was staying there from Wednesday to Monday. So we looked up a ticket, and it was only two fifty round trip. So I was like, okay, cool. $250 plane ticket. Got a room to stay in. He's going to pay my entry fee. I'm going to fight in the open division. You know, 165-pound weight class. Yeah, everything's fucking great. That's exactly what I was, I'm going to do. And, you know, we know the saga with the other shit. But, uh... So yeah, but it uh, um, turns out that he wasn't going out on Wednesday, he's going out on Thursday, saying they're Thursday to Friday. Well, the plane ticket for Thursday to Friday is about 400 some odd dollars. And then um, he's telling me, he's like, yeah, yeah, we've got about five of us in the room. He starts listing them off. And you. And I'm like, number seven or eight <laughs> on the list. I'm like, oh my god! Dude. Like, how's this gonna work? I, I mean, you know, it, we, I've been in situations where we made it work, but it was like in my twenties. Yeah, and, I'm too old for that shit now. So yeah, I need a fucking bed. I need a bed by myself, especially if I'm gonna like, yeah, you know, yeah. want to like compete well, like yep. get a little sleep or whatever. I, I, I used to do that shit all the time back when I was first starting jujitsu. Yeah, fucking as many as we could in the room. Just people sleeping in, all over. Or two to a bed. Yeah, someone fuck, in the closet. Yeah, fuck all that. Yeah, so. You know, I mean, I, I just, I, I, and it was funny, I kind of, and he can correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a moment where I saw him listing it <laughs> off, and I saw the look on his face change a little bit, and I think he started to realize, like, oh, I've been offering this room Too many people. to a bunch of people, and they all said yes, so now I've got like seven or eight dudes staying in this room. Um, so anyways, it uh, it worked out, because I talked Kiele and the coming and entering and so the Hawaiian Hurricane is going to make her Nogi World's debut see I didn't last time I talked to you guys I didn't know she was competing yeah yeah yeah. so she's all signed up Masters 2 going to do the middleweight as well she's right kind of in the same predicament where you know she's a few pounds away but it's enough where you know she's so goddamn lean that's the problem with both me and her it's like what you know we're just so lean what are you gonna do yeah the only way two of you are losing weight at this point I mean you'd have to be over a long time scale or dehydration yeah yeah there's no right you know what I mean it's yeah and dehydration is not a good not a healthy choice yeah so anyways yeah we're just gonna go out there and have some fun have some fun and get after it but uh, yeah man been working on my guillotines and oh yeah my next feeling it yeah i know man i apologize ahead of time oh yeah you drill double legs for 20 minutes and then guillotine for fucking 10 minutes it's fucking nogi what else is there man <laughs> double legs and guillotines i mean it's either that or leg locks and i've drilled that enough yeah. to fucking have it so but uh yeah man feeling pretty good appreciate all the help today with the takedown stuff 
probably just gonna go out there and sit on my ass, but it's all right. It's all right. At least I got a plan A finally. If you're comfortable with it, yeah. I couldn't legitimately say that I had a plan A for Nogi as far as like, okay, this is my my takedown. Like, I technically know how to do a double leg and single leg and all that shit, but if you're like, all right, James, you got to go out there and hit a fucking takedown. Man, I don't know that I got a real fucking strategy, there, coach. <laughs> so, but now I feel a little bit better with it. So it was funny because I think Kevin, he, you know, he didn't want to show up. I think he was a little proud when he came in and I was drilling, drilling, fucking, drilling a takedown. Yeah, without any encouragement. So it uh, warms his heart a little bit, I think. So, anyways, yeah, ready to go out there and have fun, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, like I was telling you, it was, it was in, I, I realized I was just applying, like, the wrong mindset to the whole thing, like, the, so, I'd probably be a little disrespectful to the process. What do you mean by that exactly? Well, you know, like, uh, just, I guess on some level, like, I haven't even won, like, Masters 3, uh, Nogi. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, if I'm saying I want to compete and blah, 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 well, it's like, I'm kind of like being a little disrespectful to my fellow Masters 3 competitors by saying, like, well, you guys don't provide me a fucking challenge when I haven't even gone out there and, like, tested yourself, tested myself against them. Mm -hmm. You know, it'd be one thing if I'd gone out and won it for the last two years or some stupid shit like that, and, and I was like, you know, I just kind of want to test myself against some different competition and even there I could probably enter Masters 1 or something like that so you know on some level it's like hey you know Pimenta's entering Masters 1 like you know who the fuck am I so you know I just realized like I was applying a different mindset to the situation which wasn't wrong but it was just the wrong mindset for the situation like like I realized what was happening like my track coach he's the one that always told us like dude you don't hide in a situation where you can do well you go out in a situation where people question whether you should even be there and you fucking prove to them you belong. And when you do that, like your your performance is going to be so much better than if you're constantly protecting yourself in situations where you can do well. And so that was like, you know, in track that's, you know, I, I realized like that mindset for that situation made sense. And there's something to that. You don't want to like totally throw that out, but trying to force that mentality onto this situation uh, just doesn't quite apply straight across. Yeah, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same situation, so I just kind of needed to reassess how I was looking at it. But like I said, it's just everyone I talked to had pretty much the same reaction. And us being social creatures, we start to pick up on these things. Like, wait a minute, am I looking at this wrong? Because Everyone has had the same reaction when I tell them that, which is like, why aren't you just doing Masters 3? Well, this doesn't make any sense. You know, you should just do Masters 3. And so I was like, well, everyone can't be wrong. I can see Rob being wrong and Kevin, but you know. It happens once in a while. You know, anyways. But uh, so yeah, no, it was good. I feel feel good about it. I just, it, uh, but yeah, like I said, I still, I, you know, hey, let's say Masters still exists for the reasons that I said last week. Like, I don't necessarily think on a philosophical level any differently it's just you know how am i going to apply that knowledge to the situation i realized like man you're just being you're not applying it the right way so just fucking go fight masters three and have fun and there you go so fuck yeah yeah so there you go that's how i 
justified my change of direction That's without. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you made that shift. I mean, because I, I totally could see where you're coming from. You know, either way, it's yeah. I mean, it's but it's like we talked about earlier in this podcast. You know, anytime you slap hands with somebody, you expect to win. And like when you sign up for the adult division, you know, there's part of you that knows, like, you know, yeah, I expect to win, but the odds of me winning are pretty fucking low. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's going to be some gorillas. Yeah. There's going to, there's very well could be some fucking D1 wrestler, some 22 year old kid fresh out of college. Yeah. It's just going to be a motherfucker. And you know that. I mean, it just it happens. Yeah. And, and if you lose to him, it's less steam than it is if you lose to some other dude with a grain in his beard. Someone that you think you should be. If yeah. you, you look at some dude and he's just jacked and he's really good and super athletic, like, oh yeah, this guy was supposed to beat me and you beat me. Yeah, it's, 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 it's easier on the, the ego or the pride. And, and losing yeah. to somebody you, you think you should win to, like, it's, it's more stressful, you know, because then you do, you put more expectations on yourself, and it's just, you get into this fucking mental battle, you know what I mean? Right, just, right, right, yeah. That's a fine line it between is. the two, it so, is. and it just, it was, it was, it, there was a lot of factors at play, like I said, it was just, the primary one was, just, that's what I had thought I was Yeah, because you didn't know there was Masters I didn't first. know there was Masters, so that's what I thought I was doing, and so, I had just made up my mind to do that, so I felt like I was changing my mind so shift. by going to Masters 3 and that's why I was like well why would I why would I go to Masters 3 that's just making things easier on me I've already decided to do this like why would you want to do that and so I just took a little mental shift for me to realize like alright I'm just good. little course you know, correction yeah, yeah yeah man so I'm uh you know ah you'll be fine man nah yeah it'll be fine man because there's always more challenges, like you said. If it, you know, even if it was, say, you were had been to Nogi Worlds the past two years and you mopped up everybody in Masters three, guess what? It's time for the brown belt. Right, right. That <laughs> was funny when you said that. I was like, no, that's not yeah, the solution. If, if, if that was the case, that you were just mopping up every purple belt you came across, you know, Kevin would have been like, oh, okay, you want a new challenge? Yeah. Here's your brown belt. Yep. Have fun with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, so exactly. There, there's, yeah, the challenges are built in. The challenges are built in. So I just need to, you know, work within the, the system that I have uh, decided to work within. And so, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be good. So cool. Go. That's, That's it, good, man. man. So. Well, while you're out there fucking dudes up, I'm going to go see my uh, brother. Next weekend? Yeah, next, oh, yeah, cool. next weekend. I'm leaving Thursday. He, him and his wife just had a new, new little baby. All right so on. I'm, I'm an uncle again. And my mom is actually flying out from Michigan to go see. Is your brother in Texas? Yeah. Cool. So we're going to meet up in Texas. Unfortunately, my dad can't go this time. but Yeah. So at least I, I'll get to, I haven't seen my mom in a while or my brother and his family. So okay. it'll be nice, man. I'll go hang out for just a kind of long weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Back home on Sunday. Right on. We'll let Angela run, grumpy guy. That's, I was talking to her about that today. I was like, hey, how do you feel about teaching Grumpy Guy next to you? I was like, we haven't canceled the she Grumpy She flaps her jaws about it enough. She's like, oh, you guys can be gone. Me and Kelly will take over. But it's always like her and Kelly. It's never quite her. So, But the happy gal takeover, they're always talking trash. So Time to step up. Trying to step up. That's right. No more free ride, ladies. <laughs> Wait, cause I, I finally found out like this week that I got Thursday off next week, so I've kind of been solidifying the plans. Yeah. And when I thought about that, I was like, oh, okay. And I knew you were going to be gone for Masters Worlds, or Nogi Worlds, and 
I didn't know Kelly was going. So I was like, oh, you know, Kelly will probably teach. Yeah. You know, grumpy guy. But then I found out today Kelly was going. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, we got to come up with Yeah, because I didn't know you were going next <laughs> yeah. week. I thought you would be around to coach. Yeah. So I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, so we got to come up with a plan. Yeah, well, we'll get it figured out. So, yeah. So when you guys are listening to this next week, come the fucking Saturday class because somebody will be there to coach Grumpy Guy Fit. So I'll be wrestling and Rob will be relaxing. And I the, yeah. Finding ways to continue to punish himself. Oh, yeah, I will. So. I'm sure. <laughs> Well, good, man. It'll be fun. That's it, man. I don't have any other words of wisdom. Nothing. I don't feel we talked enough shit about Adam today, but it's okay. I know. See, that's the problem. We make a goal to do something. It doesn't work. So we came into this one. This is going to be a cyberbullying episode. Yeah, we were going to... We didn't talk shit about Angela either. We, have, we haven't cyberbullied her in like two or three weeks. Yeah, I know. She's going to think we don't care about her anymore. But I don't know. we got to figure out. Oh, well, she did have... I don't have anything really bad to say about her. No, she's trying to work on her guard passing, so, you know, I don't know. He rolled with her today. She's doing pretty good. Yeah. She's, so, sorry, Angela. Sorry. We're trying to figure out something bad to say about you. Maybe we, maybe we just need you to coach the class so we're <laughs> being nice. Yeah, that could be it. We don't want to talk shit. We'll talk shit about you next week. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right, well, I guess that's it, man. It's called a wrap, man. Yeah. I'm hungry. Well, Time to eat some dinner. Sounds good. I'll talk to everybody next time. Be well. Yeah, Be well, fuck fuckers. Kiss your babies. <laughs> Kiss your babies. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now, so get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. Doggy school, foggy cool, got a froggy outside Molly dude. Now they're calling Daisy Duke, hanging by the lace of their shoes. No trace of the tools, shaped into base, fuck the rules. Snooze, you lose. One eye always open, it times two. No clue, but soon a brief monsoon might give you a view to choose. Stay tuned, include, won't conclude. To the end is near, beware, there's consequences, but what you do to me, demon. The devil of many levels, I keep on feeding For several of them rebels Me, myself, he died